0: So, hi, Luke. Hi, we are meeting today to discuss your band and interest in music and kind of how you got interested in creating your band. So I awesome.
1: guess I'll start with, how did you get into metal? Uh, how did I get into metal? So that started at the skate park. Uh, how old were you? I, I want to say I was, how old are you when you're like a seventh grader? Eleven.
0: That sounds 13, about right.
1: 12? Something <laughs> like that. <laughs> so um, I used to do, uh, not skateboarding, but like inline rollerblade. Have you ever seen those oh, like, cool. rollerblades with like the grind plates on them? You're like supposed to like...
0: I think so. It was really
1: popular in like the late 90s. Okay. And not anymore. So uh, <laughs> I would go to the skate park and hang out with these kids I didn't really know, but they were from high school. So like... To me, whatever they did was the coolest thing ever. Right? <laughs> Obviously, so like, metal was one of them. So I remember, ironically, one of the first bands I ever came in contact with was Tool. You know, Tool. So they're like a they're like know. a um, they're like a really like cerebral, like, spacey kind of metal band. Okay. Yeah, so, like, they're famous for, like, taking 30 years to record an album, and, like, (laughs) people go crazy for, like, how intricate it is and, like, musical and stuff, and, like, at the time, I didn't get any of it. I was like, oh, this sounds pretty cool. It's pretty heavy. Um, And this was all done by this friend of mine, Phil, who went on to be a uh, pretty pretty interesting artist. We can talk about that later, I guess, a little bit. (laughs) But uh, basically, like, I was – just obsessed with everything that that the older kids were listening to so from there it went on to like um I remember going to a concert for this band called Children of Bodom uh this must have been 2004 when I was a sophomore in uh, freshman high school I forget when that was but it was like my first concert ever it was in Sayreville New Jersey which is are you familiar with where that is so I'm like, not middle, I think okay if I remember correctly <laughs> my mom had to drive me uh <laughs> and I went with this guy this with this friend of mine and uh it was like just an amazing experience um really loud really heavy a lot of guitar like <laughs> you know like noodling they call it uh sometimes and that was it kind of then after that I was just like consuming more and more uh I didn't know how to play anything so like I'll, I'll get into that in a second. I guess where I learned to play, but um, I yeah, I just sort of like wanted wanted everything to do with with heavy music at the time. So cool. What did your mom think? She didn't really have any idea what was going on. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think I told her exactly what that concert was. She didn't ask. It was just kind of like you know whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so well. That's nice, and it worked out, so... Every mom is happy that their kid is going out and doing something. There you go. Right.
0: As long as it's not like going
1: out and doing, like, crazy drugs, which was not the case. This was very good, clean, fun.
0: (laughs) So, So after the concert, when did you... And it sounds like you started to listen more and get Mm -hmm. more interested in different bands. When did you decide that you actually wanted to play?
1: That was um, actually... So I decided that I would like to learn a while ago. Oh, gosh. Let me try to think of that. My brother bought a guitar. He's younger than I am. But he bought a guitar when I was around that age. So, like, he must have been eight and I must have been 12 or something like that. He didn't buy it himself. He asked for it. Oh, it was like, for brother. And uh, I sort of, like, I liked playing around with it, but I was very frustrated by the fact that, like, I didn't know how to play it. And, like, I didn't. I I was like a hockey playing, like kind of, you know, I already had my after school program and stuff. I just wasn't interested in like learning uh, formally. And then when I started working, actually, after I graduated college was when a friend of mine who was like, I play guitar, but not very like, he's like, I don't take it super seriously. And I haven't in a long time. But like, do you want to make a band where we can both learn again? Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And then he taught me bass, and um, and that was that was pretty much it. I don't know; it's a really simple kind of procession of events. It's nice that you also there. could take that as an
0: opportunity to learn. Yeah, and yeah.
1: And he's concerned. been really patient because because he really wants to play metal. How big is your band? Just two of us. Oh
0: wow! Yeah. Okay. And so how do you even think about putting music together? My brother's in a band and mm-hmm. the whole process, it seems, really involved of
1: um, kind of the orchestration and... Yeah, so, like, we, we're we a band in the sense of, like, we have music that's published on Spotify, but we don't tour, we don't have a manager, we don't have, like, any sort of... Uh, Agent or anything like that to to please or anything. So it's completely for fun and it basically starts organically. So he'll uh he'll say that he's had some inspiration and he like has a couple riffs and he'll like record himself playing over like a really simple like demo track and we'll kind of take it from there. So he'll say like, Oh, what do you like about this? I'll give feedback it's like, oh, you know, I thought it was really uh this part was really cool, but then I thought the outro like needs something else, or maybe it needs to be like in a different part of the song, and then he'll rearrange things. But he writes the music, so oh nice. I'm I'm just like a uh, peer reviewer of his <laughs> musical, <laughs> a songwriting ability. Um, well, I do write, that's an important part. Yeah, yeah. I do write the lyrics though, so we we agree on like what the song is about in certain ways. Um, his lyrics typically like. Since they're not sung and they're used as more like of another instrument rather than like uh, any sort of voice. So that's, that's pretty much how that goes. He does all of the drum programming as well. So he is uh, writing all the drum tracks, not playing them himself, but he writes them and uh, the computer plays them.
0: Wow. Well,
1: that's awesome. Yeah.
0: So we'll stop here. And in our next segment, we'll talk about your inspirations, the different, because I'm very new to metal, just who the uh, key players are in, in the space. Cool. All right. So we're back. I'm here with Luke, who is our resident metal expert. And I, the host, don't know too much. So this is a cool opportunity just to understand the most popular metal bands and kind of what they're all about. So I know Luke has some opinions there.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, So my two favorite bands and the ones I draw, I think the most inspiration from are uh, Iron Maiden and Motorhead. And both of them are uh, what's just called like classical heavy metal, some would say. So like um, no screaming, uh, no like really like offensive or like ostentatious (laughs) kind of like, antics or any of that stuff just like good old-fashioned like heavy fast music um and in particular iron maiden does like this kind of like long form metal so like uh, a lot of times like you'll hear a song a heavy song and it's like uh, two minutes long it's like really fast really brutal and then like it's over they were the ones who kind of, like, introduced, like, melody and, like, longer, like, song structures. They have, like, some songs that are, like, eight, ten minutes long that are very uh, dynamic, and they they change, like, in and out of, like, acoustic and back into heavy stuff. So um, our band does – attempts to do some of that as well, mixing, like, heavier, kind of, like, more uh, guttural parts with other sort of, like – Shoegazy parts. If, uh, if you heard of shoegaze, <laughs> that's another. from
0: context. I'm kind of following. Like it gonna, sounds I'm, cool.
1: I feel like everything I'm going to try to explain is going to open like another door into some like extra. <laughs> well, that's
0: why we're here. That's All what right, I'm hoping cool. for. So
1: shoegaze is uh, <laughs> this genre of music. I think from uk maybe and um the reason they call it Shoe Gaze is because all the band members stand on stage and sh- stare at their shoes okay and they just play their instruments like head down they don't really have any emotion um but it sounds pretty cool it's like really really heavy feedback on the guitars and it sounds really like big oh it sounds like a very large uh like there's like 30 guitars playing oh wow of, you know, two or whatever um and then where was I getting with that? Oh, and then Motorhead. Motorhead is one of like the most classic heavy metal bands. Everyone knows Ace of Spades. If you heard that song? You you've definitely heard it. It's I like, probably heard more it, more it, more but I don't be- it. Oh, am I allowed to do like kind I sing songs? Yes, and, yes, okay, absolutely. Right? I don't know if there was like any sort of copyright. <laughs> uh, you know. And then they're they're kind of like almost my inspiration of like <laughs> like my lifestyle in certain ways. So it's. I want to hear
0: about that. Yeah.
1: Um, that sounds
0: very interesting. Well, like,
1: they're, they're kind of a band that's, like, all their lyrics are about just, like, having a good time. They're not really about anything. Like, not, they don't take themselves too seriously. Um, that's and, Yeah. And the lead uh, singer slash bassist, who, uh, rest in peace, recently passed away. Um, not recently. It was actually a couple years ago. But um, he was, like, the poster child for, like... Just drinking whiskey and playing guitar, and just like having a great time in life. His name his name was Lemmy, and he was like a like he was like a heavy metal like icon. So,
0: oh wow, Um,
1: yeah. I don't I'm not gonna say I live my life like that, but I try to kind of like enjoy yourself, enjoy myself, and not take things too seriously. Yeah, yeah. Especially with regards to the music, because it's really easy to like fall into that kind of like super serious mode where like you write lyrics that are really like too complicated and you're missing the point of having fun playing music <laughs> totally yeah
0: uh, and I say that as someone who's not a musician but I imagine <laughs> that,
1: yeah. that can happen it applies, it applies to most things <laughs> yeah. I think right where it's like if you get too serious and too ahead of yourself like it's hard to produce things that are like even you know good because you're not having fun and it becomes like a chore to actually do it yeah so, you know. and you don't get in the flow and yeah for sure so you brought up something before
0: that was pretty interesting. Uh, Uh, that I wanted to explore this idea of classic heavy metal and just Mm -hmm. me being completely ignorant. When did this whole genre start and kind of get popular?
1: Some people would say that black Sabbath invented heavy metal. So that was probably mid sixties and they kind of invented it almost by accident. So their, their guitarist, his name is uh, Tony Iomi. He actually like was in a smelting accident, which someone should check my facts, but, like, his fingers, like, were damaged. So he, like, his fingertips, I think, were shorter than a normal person's. Oh. So to compensate for that, he tuned his guitar lower so that the strings were more flexible and easier to play, and that gave them their sound of, like, really heavy and deep kind of, like, distorted guitar, right? So then, like, there was other artists, like, Jimi Hendrix, that were, like, really at the forefront of, like, distortion. Yeah. (laughs) Jimmy was great um he was he was like really like one of the pioneers of like having like five amps all stacked up like on a stage and like full volume and like the distortion you get from just like playing that loud is like heavy right so that uh all those things kind of you know fit together and then you started seeing bands that were like thrash metal so this is like metallica uh Sl- slayer who i mentioned earlier i think uh is is part of that group? There's called the Big Four of sl- of uh, thrash metal. Is uh, Slayer, Anthrax, Anthrax, Megadeth, and Metallica. Okay, yeah. Anthrax right. is actually the, uh, probably the most obscure, I would say, at this point out of the four. Um, just because Metallica made their their name uh, being really obnoxious to the Napster or that during that whole uh, yeah yeah.
0: I mean, I know they were in the right, and Metallica is so popular. I have yeah. never heard a song, but obviously know the name.
1: Yeah. Um. So that was kind of like the origination of heavy metal. And then like things um, got just more and more interesting over time from there.
0: What bands are you really excited about currently?
1: Um, So I really, really like this version of black metal. And I'll get into what black metal is in a second. Um, But I like a version of it where it's called atmospheric black metal. And it's like... Like what I was saying earlier, like, long, longer songs that have, like, all these different movements and parts inside of them, and they're all, like, very folksy and kind of, like, nature-themed. Oh. So some people call it green metal sometimes because, okay. like, environmentalists is sort of, like, in the lyrical content. Um, I like ambient sound band. but yeah, oh, it, yeah um it's definitely like it feel like a lot of the songs will have like intros where it sounds like you're walking through the woods or something and then like you hear your guitar star in the background it's like pretty cool stuff huh. um so panopticon is my favorite band of that genre uh there's also one called falls Auroros that's from maine that's extremely good um the only unfortunate thing about these kind of groups is that they don't play live all that often so oh. it's kind of hard to catch them when they come around um but yeah that's that's one of my one of my things I'm I'm into this these days and then like during this past month so I told you about my like June tunes project. Yes. Okay. So we'll tell the listeners what June tunes is. So June tunes is just this thing I've been doing for a couple of years where during the month of June I attempt to listen to an entire album I either haven't heard before or like haven't heard all of it before or haven't like given like the full album treatment to before. So New and old doesn't really matter. Like uh, an example, like earlier this month I was listening to a Yes album, which they're like a psychedelic progressive rock band from long ago. Um But it's an album a day, right? An album a day. Yeah. yeah. Um I actually average like two or three usually. Oh my gosh. Because, well it's like <laughs> it's like you know my hobby already, so it's yeah. just—it's basically like writing them down now.
0: <laughs> uh, That's awesome. I don't think I could do that.
1: Yeah. So well, anyway. So so during this month, I found some interesting and and uh, not great, but interesting music. Uh, and one of them was like this. They call it black noise mm-hmm. thing. It was like it's like it sounded like basically somebody tried to record like a Nine Inch Nails album but they made every part of it like sound harsh in a way so like industrial a little bit and like heavy but like more abrasive and like crazy and I thought that was pretty interesting but yeah. I mean, ultimately I probably wouldn't listen to it like every day <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> it sounds like a certain time and place yeah
1: definitely certain weird vibes for that um, yeah
0: Cool. Well. Uh, oh no no. Go.
1: I I kind of forget. What was the original question that you asked me? What was it what was my favorite right now? Yes. Uh, okay. And then uh, my favorite band for the last couple of years is called uh, Pregnant Light, and it's a uh, this gentleman by the name of Damian Master who lives I think in like Grand Rapids, Michigan, might be where he's from, and he's just like a one one man project that uh, I think he's really good. Nice. Really artsy. He calls himself Purple Metal. That's like his genre. It's like romantic, heavy. I don't know. It's weird, but it's good.
0: It sounds good. Yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, what else? What else should? If someone doesn't know anything about metal, if someone doesn't know anything about metal. I th- I think like maybe a good place to like get into the genre is like something some sort of like fringe genre. So like, if you have you heard like Queens of the Stone Age? Yeah, like, I actually, so, like, I like them. Yeah. So Josh Homme, the guy that I think I think his last name is pronounced that way. I don't know, Josh Homa – Homey, He has a lot of bands like that and Kaius and uh I think Silver Sun Pickups might be one of his bands that oh, make I like, like they make like heavy music, but it's not like heavy metal, right? It's like it kind of is is like bordering on punk rock a little bit with like um how abrasive it gets, but yeah, stuff like that I think is I, my my personal favorite like metal adjacent band is uh Truck Fighters, which is like really great. They're from uh Actually, I actually think they're from Sweden. I should probably check on that. I think they're from Sweden, <laughs> <laughs> but they make like really great desert rock, which is what that's. The there's so, how
0: many subgenres of? of metal? I think no, that's I mean, my question right now. I think, yeah. like,
1: I think if you wanted to record a podcast where we just where I just listed off subgenres of metal, like you could probably fill up like forty five minutes of time what? just <laughs> listing the names, like not even descriptions. Um, yeah, post like, metal. There's like post black metal. There's like
0: Purple metal, there's Purple a, lot of, metal. a lot of colors yeah, little, involved. Yeah, that
1: one's kind of made up a little bit. But uh, <laughs> I'll try to think of, like, a really... There's sludge metal is another one that's, like, related to those genres, I would say. It's okay, like, what is that? It's, like, music that sounds sludgy. That's how I can best describe it, you know? <laughs> all right. I I. All of this is new. It sounds like they're trying to play music, but, like, they have, like... Messed up equipment a little bit. Okay. <laughs> but in an aesthetic... That is way, what that
0: sounds like. In an
1: aesthetic choice kind of way.
0: Yeah. And if you were to say, what is the one instrument that is essential
1: uh, to metal? I mean, drums, for sure. Can't You can't really do heavy metal without drums. Because, uh, like, I've heard bands that kind of get away with... Like, I, I saw a band once called... Emma Ruth one no, no 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 that was a different one I saw a band once that was just a drummer and a bassist and they were really great I've seen bands that were just drummers with keyboard players that were great and they they're all they're playing heavy metal I've never seen a heavy metal band that's like only like a guitar and a I don't know Let's see, what would be a fun one like a trumpet. <laughs> yeah, like, there's, like a bass drum is like definitely necessary, and like distorted guitar. Okay, that, those I think of
0: guitar things. when I think of metal as someone who doesn't really yeah. listen yeah. to yeah. metal. Distorted yeah.
1: guitar and drums is, I would say, like probably were a good start. Yeah, cool.
0: Well, thank you, Luke, for mm-hmm. this nice crash course and introduction.
1: No
0: <laughs> uh, I'm sure we'll have some follow up questions, but this yeah. was awesome. Are there any parting words? Things that
1: the listener uh, should know. Now metal is all about just like, whatever, man. (laughs) 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 There's no rules. That's the whole point. (laughs)
0: All right.